Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh, it's killing me, whatever it is. They're very enthusiastic, and of course they should be. That is Johnny Depp supporters showing up outside the courtroom as he walks in today. Wow, 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 wow. Fecal matter. <laughs> we had the same thought as you during the Michael Jackson trial or the Paris Hilton trial or the Britney Spears trial and now the Johnny Depp trial. I was never going to be one of those people and am never going to be. There's no celebrity that could end up in court that I would, you know, work my life schedule around to show my support for them when they walk in, especially if they've clearly are living a life of ill repute, whether he's guilty or whether he's right or not in this whole Amber Heard court. But his life is just completely out of control by all to why am I there cheering him for what? Congratulations was, on your drunken out of control lifestyle. Woo. Woo. 
You know, I was just going to say the, we love you, Michael, we love you, crowd is making fun of the, we're behind you, Johnny, people. <laughs> At least Jacko, for all of his uh, youth-touching-y sins, allegedly, was like a once-in-a-generation towering talent. Johnny Depp's yeah. a fine actor, he's great, that whole pirate thing, very entertaining. <laughs> Come on. And in the case of Michael Jackson, he was being accused of being a child molester, and if you think, you know, he's not, uh, still... Still showing up to the courtroom and cheering. It makes you a moron. And God, I hope I can raise my kids in such a way that they would never do this. I would be so disappointed. Anyway, Michael Jackson was being accused of being a child molester. Do you think he wasn't? Britney Spears, her parents, we now know, were stealing her money, her dad, and she wasn't allowed to live a life of any kind. Okay, it's still moronic to show up to the courtroom. But Johnny Depp, it's just... <laughs> he's living this completely out of control. He's not even denying he's completely out of control drunken lifestyle. He just says, I didn't hit her. In addition to right. all the other crap. What are you there cheering about? What is wrong with he, you? He made me cry in Edward Scissor's hands. <laughs> so, well, okay, to turn it serious for just a second, what is going on there with the psychology? Uh, these, <laughs> what oh, is going uh, on with the psychology of these people? They need an identity? No, even if you just need an identity, be goth or punk or whatever you're going to be. Don't be a diehard Johnny Depp fan? Don't make that your identity. Be a cowgirl or whatever it is. Or join a cult. At least it has an ethos. (laughs) Right. But don't be, I'm a dyed-in-the-wool Johnny Depp fan. Fecal matter. Of all things, get a better identity. full of fecal matter. Uh, I, I think it's probably... Number one proximity. They realize the Johnny Depp trial is there. They think, ah, he's famous. They go, I don't, I'd have to ask them. How much depth of, of, of love was there there? Or how serious, were they serious? Be the girl at work that wears wacky socks or the, or the, or the lady who brings in baked goods all the time. Have that be your identity. <laughs> don't be a Johnny Depp fan who shows up to the court screaming, I love you. Yeah, that's uh, right. You know, letters, you just, write letters to prisoners and say you'll have their baby when they get out would still be a step above. Wow, being wow. the Johnny Depp fanatic, always an option. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm reminded of. Uh, do you remember, folks, the origin of the wool uh, tapes that we always play when we're talking about stupid people? I don't actually. Whoa. I don't actually remember Whoa. the origin. Well, Whoa. yeah, it, it, wool. <laughs> it was those two scumbag. Freaking moron paste eating hot chicks who were stealing Girl Scouts money right. from their table at like a grocery store. And they were asked, why'd you steal the money? And they said, Well, I wanted the money so I could buy stuff. Well, and you just well, you just gotta remind yourself there are a significant chunk of people, God love them, it's probably not their fault. They should be pitied, not hated or feared. But they're friggin' stupid. Oh. I mean, they are just dopey. And so I, that's number one question for me. You're there cheering for Johnny Depp. You could be anywhere in America today doing anything you want. It's a free country. And yet you're here cheering for the disturbed, drunk, admittedly gifted actor. Why? Whoa, he's famous, and I wanted to cheer for him. Well, there you go. There's your answer. You're an idiot. <laughs> That might be the entire answer. There's no need to complicate You're right. The whole answer is they're idiots. Yeah. Don't need to make it more. Could have been anything I'm doing today, and it'd be for the same reason, because I'm an idiot.
You idiot. That's pretty good. So, speaking of idiotic, this is my favorite clip of the day we played earlier around the whole Roe versus Wade leaked decision, what does it mean thing. This is my favorite clip <laughs> of the day. There are a lot of things now on the chopping block. Fundamental rights include interstate travel, include the idea of same-sex marriage, include same-sex relationships, just to name a few. Now, this is essentially gone. What's next? The fact that they always refer to people as Republicans. All right. Uh, The fact that Republicans want to roll back gay marriage is ridiculous, but I hadn't heard the interstate travel. (laughs) That's my favorite one. That's right. They're going to put up enormous fences uh, <laughs> because Americans or I'm sorry, Republicans, they love walls. We know that from Trump. They're going to put up giant fences and end interstate travel. Sure, that's going to happen. <laughs> sorry, Quad Cities. Pick a city. None of this. Now I'm in Davenport. Now I'm in M- uh, Moline. None of that anymore. Pick one. You got two. Did you get the other two? <laughs> Moline, Davenport, I can't do the other two. Cedar Rapids? Hanson, you can do it probably, can't you? Do you know? Um, But anyway, it's just, oh my God. Why don't you go stand outside the Johnny Depp trial? That would be a better expenditure of your time than going on cable (laughs) news and claiming that the Republicans are going to try to roll back interstate travel. (laughs) Oh, did we get that clip of Biden saying if you choose to abort a baby? Let's let's get that if we don't have that. I mean, that was a huge moment. Uh, as long as we're talking about this, we were talking earlier about Americans' true beliefs about abortion, when it should be legal, when it should not. And it, it reflects, I mean, it's nothing like is portrayed in the media, not even close. Um, but the political analysis of the whole uh, Supreme Court decision leak, and it's obviously now being used as a huge fundraiser on the left, trying to whip up their people, get them to the polls. Uh, The Republicans are going to end abortion. They're going to stop interstate travel. They're going to put gays in cages, the rest of it. It's all just hilariously overwrought. Worth mentioning that Republicans have to bank on the fact that voters care more about inflation, immigration, and crime uh, when it comes to the November voting. And they're absolutely right. Just 6% of respondents in a recent morning consult poll rated abortion, contraception, or equal pay as their top voting concerns. And pro-lifers make up a huge portion of that 6%. So it's really not that big an issue for the vast majority of Americans. Uh, 70% of Americans uh, support keeping Roe around, but they also figured out that 70% of Americans have no idea what it means, so they don't feel strongly about it. Uh, found just 20% of voters would only vote for a candidate with whom they agree on abortion. Just one out of five say, no, I wouldn't cross the, uh, the aisle on that one, or, or they have to agree with me. Uh, which is a third drop from when the same question was asked just three years ago. So it's just not as big an issue as so many people think. Um, but it, that won't stop Democrats from trying. I love this quote. Uh, Representative Sean Patrick Maloney, chairman of the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee. Republicans just gutted Roe v. Wade, the Constitution's guarantee of reproductive freedom, and will ban abortion in all 50 states if they take over Congress. I mean, that is 100% untrue. Uh, only Democrats will protect our freedoms. If Roe is overturned, it will uh, blah, blah, blah. So, Not to mention that they'll end interstate travel so that you right. can't get from Rock Island to Bettendorf. Oh, there they are. I looked up the there rest of the Quad are. Cities there on the border between Illinois and Iowa. I looked them up because nobody else was going to, apparently. apparently. Um, but that, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's all that. I don't know. 
Is this... I would suggest that if you own real estate in uh, Las Vegas or Hawaii, sell immediately. Because when that ban on interstate travel happens, uh, you're out of business. Oh, yeah. It's not going to help Hawaii any. Only Hawaiians can visit Hawaii. And they'll say, I live here. What the hell's the point? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes the conversation is so stupid. I guess I guess it's our role to and uh, privilege to get to weigh into these conversations and hope we put some sort of positive spin on it. Some sort of sanity anyway, a little perspective for the love of heaven. Yeah. Um some news out of Ukraine, some of it great, some of it awful. More congress people talking or more more government officials at all levels. Just we've gone from well, not even coming close to acting like we're involved to just stating openly we're here to help them win. That's what we're going to do. We're going to help the Ukrainians win. Mm-hmm. Why were we so scared two months ago and not scared now? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if there's a reason behind that or what. But I was watching a congressperson this morning on one of the cable news channels just state openly. Oh yeah, we're we're staying with it until the Ukrainians win. The Ukrainians will win, and we're going to help them win. It's not what anybody was saying just a couple of weeks ago. Um, I had a fellow say to me yesterday, uh, and he's a good guy, too. I like him. Um, he said, how about all those Democrats trying to get us into another war? Uh, yeah. What's your reaction to that? Uh, I don't know if he was just trying to like, he thought I'd like hearing that or something. But I said, you know, it's really kind of a hard line to draw. Well, it's getting us into a war. Overwhelmingly bipartisan. The support yeah. for all of this money and everything that they've done so far uh, doesn't mean you agree with it, but it's a, a, a big, it's the most bipartisan thing that's happened since 9-11 that I can remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he's watching a lot of Tucker or something like that. I don't know. Could be. Our text line, maybe you know, our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It's not like they can just go ahead and throw a bunch of people, uh, reservists, into these uh, into these battalions that are operating in the Donbass. The the problems that they have are so deep that it's going to take them decades to overcome. That's a retired colonel on ABC News yesterday. Seems to be a lot more of the consensus among your military people that they are just a crappy, crappy military. Of course, they got a lot of bombs and a lot of weapons, and they've killed a whole bunch of people and raped a whole bunch of people and maimed a whole bunch of people, and they're going to continue. So, um, But the chances of Ukraine winning are, well, are seriously good. Did you know that switchblade drone that is considered so effective that we've given to the Ukrainians? The CEO of the company that makes the switchblade drone, uh, actually, Biden visited the company the other day. The CEO... Is it's it a- Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy. <laughs> Did you know that? I don't think you could have come up with a funnier, <laughs> fake. That is hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
That oh report God, may funny. or may not be accurate. The CEO of the company that makes the Switchblade drone is an Afghan refugee from the Soviet invasion. Left the wow. left Afghanistan when the Soviets invaded. <sighs> Got into this business making the best drone out there uh, for taking out you know arms on the battlefield, and now he's killing Russians with it. He's got to be happy about that. Wow! Yeah, How killing Russian soldiers. You know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Oh, hey, speaking of uh, interesting relationships and that sort of thing, I was just reading that the CIA is offering Russians who are opposed to the war in Ukraine a secure way to contact the agency amidst concerns for their safety. It all has to do with VPNs and their dark website and the Thor or the Tor browser and and the rest of it. Uh, So you can get in touch with the CIA if you want. Um, They think that there are serious fissures forming among Russian elites, some of whom have seen their fortunes erased by erased by punishing sanctions and have publicly voiced opposition to the war. And they're saying, hey, we can keep you safe. Maybe you can help us out a little bit. If you're interested in chatting with somebody from the CIA, here's how to do it. And they're putting that word out uh, in Russia. Yeah, I, I just I find it impossible to believe that that kleptocracy that he built over these many decades, the rest of his kleptocrats aren't going to take him out or figure out a way to end this somehow. Well, we'll see. Well, I mean, that's that's probably why he's had so many of them snuffed recently is a warning to the others. I mean, it's Game of Thrones, Macbeth. It's all, you know, it's age old stories, this sort of thing. No doubt. Right. Right. Uh, so With Brian Stelter of CNN portraying the eunuch from Game of Thrones, as we know. So this is the headline in the Washington Examiner. There were a, lo- a bunch of elections around the country yesterday, primaries and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Trump-backed candidates, according to the Washington Examiner, went 55-0. and 0. Not one endorsement lost, according to the Washington Examiner. Every really? endorsed candidate either won or moved into a runoff. Wow. So any talk of the power of Trump, because I saw the Hill headline that said, Trump still owns Republican Party. I thought, you're overstating it. Well. If he went 55-0, and 0, it's a pretty good day. Well, that's stunning. If that's true, I mean, that's that's crazy. Because I know there are some races where he'd either endorsed somebody that was a little surprising or it looked like his candidate was losing. I think, wow. they're, I think they're shading a bit on the official endorsement versus said kind things about or something maybe. I don't know. I don't know how you did, did you know break those down. But if it's even close to true, that's a heck of a day. I love the J.D. Vance story where Trump, uh, where Vance badmouthed Trump, or he was anti, he was an anti-Trumper, and then uh, he came around and started flattering Trump, and Trump said, "Okay, I endorse him." He, he used to be mean to me, now he's nice to me, so I'll endorse him. Then he slaughtered his name, called him the name of his opponent, and just said, "Ah, eh, whatever your name is, get up there and speak." If you've seen the video, then J.D. Vance warmly thanks the president and all. And I love J.D. I loved Hillbilly Elegy, the book he wrote. We've talked to him. He's a really engaging guy and absolutely brilliant. But, oh, my God, is he cynical. Yeah, he is. So is there a chance he gets elected U.S. senator and, and becomes a good senator because he is a smart guy, definitely in touch with the working class America? Uh, yeah, actually, and that's straight out of Charles Krauthammer's philosophy. Yeah, politics is stupid and grubby and dishonest and the rest of it. But if you win at it, you get to do the things that matter. Interesting. We'll see. 55-0 and 0 for Team Trump yesterday. If you miss an hour of the show, you can grab it in podcast form anytime you want. It's called Armstrong and Getty On Demand. 
One place to find it, armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So Garth's in the news. Why? Garth Brooks, evidently his concert at Louisiana State University's Tiger Stadium was detected on the Geiger, not the Geiger counters, the seismographs. He wasn't radioactive. Uh, and I just, I find the story oh my so God, charming. A, a giant radioactive Garth Brooks. <laughs> 50 feet tall. Terrorizing Oklahoma. <laughs> you know, just as an aside, before I get to that story, I'm, I'm aware of a bunch of Garth Brooks songs, kind of, because they became hits. I have never listened to an album. I've never heard, like, a live album. Um, and, and I like him. I like him personally, uh, the kind of dude he is, and I like the music. And that's like this untapped vault of music I might jump into it. That's a good point. tune right there. Ain't going down till the sun comes up. Better get your redhead back in bed before morning. His band is awesome, as you'd expect. Oh, I'm sure he has yeah. the best players in the world. But. Oh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, there he is doing a show at Louisiana State, and I did not realize this, but the song Colin Baton Rouge 
which is a it's, he's pining for a lost love type song. No way. Pining for a lost love? What happened? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I, I wish I'd thought of writing a song about that. But anyway, um, so he took to the stage with that song, Stage Lights Flash Yellow and Red, inside Louisiana State University's Tiger Stadium as a cowboy hat clad Brooks, along with a fiddler jumped into the first verse. Boots started thumping, hands started clapping, see a soil of cell phone lights, etc., beaming the rhythm of a song that's become a tailgate anthem at the Baton Rouge University. Ah. I guess that's like the unofficial uh, song of the university. And Oh, is this the song? I don't know this song. This is what it sounded like, folks. Sing along if you know the words. I spent last night in the arms of a girl in Louisiana. So it's one of those, somebody writes a song about your area and it becomes your song. Right, right, exactly. But the earth was literally shaken as Brooks in the audience of over 102,000 people. That's a big crowd. Sang in unison about sending my love down to Baton Rouge. 102,000. Yeah, I was picked up on LSU seismograph, uh, which is hilarious. Uh, it, it reminds me, uh, one of the reasons I find it so charming is it reminds me of uh, Florida crowds in Gainesville, Florida, singing Tom Petty's I Won't Back Down. Yeah. Because he was a, a Gainesvillian, as were several members of his band. Writing an anthem would be cool. If, I mean, if you're really big and popular near places and, like the whole crowd's doing their thing, whether you're Neil Diamond with Sweet Caroline or whatever. But it reminds me of um, the Paul Simon autobiography thing that's out. Oh, before you get to there, can I give you one more example? Because I just, in real life, a buddy of mine in Chicago and I were talking, an uh, old buddy from Chicago, and and uh, we were talking about Journey, old Journey albums, and I said, you know, Steve Perry goes to Giants, San Francisco Giants games and leads the crowd in an, a gigantic karaoke of lights. Yeah, it's awesome. Like during the seventh inning. It's fantastic. <laughs> it is awesome. It's very Shout awesome. Shout out to Steve. Yeah. If you haven't listened to the Paul Simon audiobook, it's so good and available on audio. It's like five hours long. But anyway, um, he mentions the uh, his biggest anthem that he and Garfunkel had was... Which song is a la di la la di la 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 la? Is that the, the boxer. boxer? Yeah, boxer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he talks about how he only put in the la di la part because he couldn't think of words. He intended to go back and put the words in later, and it just caught on. And now it's like one of the most. He has played so many times with a hundred thousand people singing along to that, and it was just nonsense he wrote down because he couldn't wow. think of any words at the time. Well, you should have called me. I can come up with something off the top of my head. <laughs> I'm a boxer. Yeah, I hit guys in the face. I'm a boxer. Sometimes they hit me in my face. The mouthpiece keeps my teeth in place. That'd be good. <laughs> oh, even better. <laughs> We're collaborating here. Anyway. Yeah, hilarious. So, anyway. I thought that was oh, funny. I, we've gotten way more texts that just say Bettendorf than I'll bet anybody has in America today. If you wonder why we were wondering about that, listen to an earlier hour of the podcast at Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Uh, well, it was a discussion of where Blackbeard's treasure is buried. <laughs> so go down that rabbit hole, folks. Enjoy. Uh, what was the thing I, I had can't there? even... Yeah, I know. I can't. Uh, we've we've talked about doing so many things. Um, oh, that's right. I was gonna say I came across a uh, the new numbers on uh, where people are fleeing California to, and they have all fifty states ranked the net gains and losses of Cal Unicornians and where they're going. So number one's gotta be Idaho. Yeah. Shh, 
you don't start with number one. Yeah, wait a minute. Where is Idaho on this list? It's actually not number one. Um, Oregon? Uh, I'll give you the top 11. That's weak. You just picked the closest state and drove there? Come on! Make a commitment <laughs> like the people going to Tennessee. Don't you usually do the list first before you start screaming at people? Number 11 is Idaho. 2.7% of Californians that moved moved to Idaho. Ida said it was uh, uh, higher than that. It is a net gain of 13,000 people for Idaho from California. In my personal life, I know more people that have gone to Texas and Tennessee. But that's just anecdotal. Number 10, Utah gained uh, about uh, 9,000 Californians. Number 9 is North Carolina, gained 5,000 uh, 5, Uh Let's see, almost 4% of Californians who fled went to New York, interestingly enough. It's probably just because it's a very big state with lots and lots of people, and uh, New York City's great. Uh, a little crimey, but number seven is Florida. Number six, Colorado. Number five, Oregon. Would you like to yell at them now? Our old producer went to Florida. That's right, and our uh, other old producer went to North Carolina. There you go. Which, which old producer went to Florida? Sean. Remember He's in Sean? Charlotte, isn't he? Charlotte? No, Sean, prior to that show. Oh, oh, that show. An earlier iteration of oh. a Sean. He's in Florida. Wow. Wow. We only hire people named Sean. That's <laughs> uh, weird, I know. But it's, a, it's policy. It's worked for us so far. Okay, so uh, Oregon's number five. Uh, evidently, a certain number of people got to Oregon and thought, nah, not good enough, and kept moving to Washington State. It's number four. Number three destination, Nevada. Number two, Arizona, which gained a, a net... Because a certain number of people moved from Arizona to California, too. But they gained a net of what is it, 31,000 Californians in 2019 alone, the most I, recent number. I feel like this story is underreported. Has there ever been a state bleed people like this across the country? Uh, and for push factors as much as pull factors, has that ever happened in our nation's no. history? Uh, no. California lost population for the first time ever, going back to 1849 or whenever it became a couple a hundred thousand people, yeah. And for the first time ever last year, and they're spreading out all across the country, mostly push factors of just, mm-hmm. I can't handle it. The homeless, the taxes, the everything. The crime, the politics, and I always say an unrecognized factor is I don't want to be party to this anymore. Um, anyway, uh, number one is Texas, which gained a shocking 45,000 Californians in 2019 alone. That's unbelievable. In one year? Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and since it takes a while to get these numbers together, I guess this is all pre-COVID, really. So it'll be fascinating to uh, to find out what the, the numbers are for most re- more recent years. What and the fact that the governor and the 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 state government, which is one party and everything like that, is able to not have to answer for the fact that people are fleeing your state in record numbers. Come on now, we're following the demographics. Some of the best weather in the world doesn't matter. Not enough to overcome the freaking homeless people everywhere you go. You can't use a public restroom anymore. They're all closed because of the homeless. That that one drives me crazy. The taxes, the schools, I, just everything. And I hate to be a pain in the ass, but there are junkies everywhere. Bums right, and right, junkies. Right, right. No, that's absolutely uh, correct. Delaware, by the way, in last place, uh, Delaware gained 161 Californians. 
2019. Meanwhile, over 1,600 people moved from Delaware to California. Delaware is the place I want to be. Is there a Delaware song? Is oh, that just, is that real? Just thinking when, just the clampet, when the Clampets came out to uh, California. California is the place they want to be. The Californians are now going to Delaware. and we're, Anywhere but California is really the answer for people that are fleeing California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on your needs and where your family is and your interests and that sort of thing. So anyway, uh, brace yourselves, Texas. More to come. Yeah. And what people complain about in other states, from what I'm told, is uh, Californians bringing their ways with them. Don't do that. If you're a Californian fleeing California, don't go there and complain that they don't have enough bureaucracy in that town, or enough rules, or enough taxes. Ah! Yeah, it's interesting, because like the Austins of the world, which were kind of a like a blue curiosity in the middle of Texas or Boise, great example in Idaho, are now their populations are booming. And and the lefties who leave California because of the expense, because, you know, honestly, part of the reason people leave California is so damned expensive to mm. live in California. Yeah. Um, if you're an avowed lefty, but you got to get out for financial reasons or traffic or whatever, um, you're you're going to Boise and Austin and places like that and just growing the big blue blot in the middle of an otherwise sane state. So Michael Malice, my favorite anarchist, I follow his Twitter feed fairly regularly and listen to his podcast now. And then he moved from New York City to Austin and he's constantly talking about why didn't I do this sooner? And it's so different being around regular people. I didn't even know regular people still existed. Yeah, yeah. I heard that, brother. Uh, we're going to finish strong, because that's what we do. I've got an extraordinary factoid for you that I think you'll find oh. highly entertaining for final thoughts. I love a good factoid. It's like a pointless, entertaining factoid. I love those two. All that stuff on the way. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. 
you know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The series Grey's Anatomy yesterday celebrated filming its 400th episode. That show has been on so long, all the doctors are patients now. (laughs) Mm. That show is still on. I did not know that. Um, A buddy of mine asked me the other day, what show was it? It was a network drama. He said, are you watching this? I, I was astounded. I, I told him, I, I haven't watched a network drama, and I can't remember. I think my I kids were were little. Yeah. Uh, I, wasn't, I didn't want to talk any more politics, but I just saw something that it occurred to me. And this is from Joe Biden, but it could be from a Republican just as easy. The game of politics is mostly making statements you hope your audience doesn't know the context of. Mm-hmm. That's mostly what it is. It's saying things that you you hope that the vast majority of people don't have the information that shows the flaw in what you just said. What a weird game to play. To, yeah, to trying to frighten or tempt the mob into uh, running. But it's like being a, it's like being a um uh, uh um an unscrupulous car salesman. I mean, lies of omission or statements that are wrong, but you're hoping they don't know it. I, I couldn't do that all day long every day. And, the, and plus the whole goal of that your audience is either stupid or uninformed. Like being a bad used car salesman. So Joe Biden just stood up and said, I've reduced the deficit by $350 billion in my first year. More than any president. Okay, we spent more money than we've ever spent during COVID. And now we're not. That's wow. the context. What he said is technically true, which is what you get away with. That's what spin is. It's not true. It's not a lie. Um, but just it's just frustrating to me. That's the whole game. Hoping you don't know the context of things. Yeah, yeah. It's just the nature of the business. It I mean, is it's like oh, yeah. if, if I'm if I'm a maker of fortified wines, I don't picture them being uh, sipped at the Met Gala, for instance. You know, they're not going to serve them at the next state dinner. I make liquor for degenerate drunks. <laughs> it's a business I'm in. It's an honest living. That's what politicians think, I guess. So I think it was hour one, if you're going to grab it in the podcast, that we did this story from Vice. The CDC tracked millions of phones to see if Americans were following the COVID lockdown orders. Did you know that? I didn't know that. They actually bought the data. So phone companies keep your records of uh, all your all kinds of different stuff. They sell them to other people, and then they're available. This company called SafeGraph, with your money, that's the other galling part, they use your money. 
everything in the government is your money. Taxpayer money, they spent $420,000 to buy the phone data from this company, SafeGraph. And then the CDC looked into, you know, were people going to churches or neighbor-to-neighbor visits or going to schools or gathering in larger numbers than this or whatever. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. The government was tracking who's going to church or or, it's probably anonymous data, but they're tracking how many people are going to church. Yeah, it's metadata and it's anonymous. They don't have the names, but it's just a matter of time or, you know, get the right person in charge before they start assigning names of this stuff, I think. Are we okay with this, with the government tracking everybody? You didn't opt into this. I guess you opted well, in by carrying your phone around, but it's unrealistically that you're not. Yeah, but I don't think the government's buying that data, although maybe I'm just stupid and naive. Although I find myself wondering, again, did the government uh, figure out uh, how many people windsurfed off Santa Monica alone in the wind and then got arrested because those were the current guidelines? Or how many people cheated and went out and got masks when we were told masks would do us no, no good before we were told that masks were so important that everybody, including little kids who couldn't possibly wear them successfully, had to wear masks all the time? I mean, did they track that S? Well, you used that extreme example, which is a good one. So remember, if you ever saw the video of the cops running on the beach to arrest the windsurfer when he got back to the beach? Are you freaking kidding me? But anyway, the leap from that idiocy to the government going into the phone records and finding out who was still attending church is not very far in terms of being able to justify it. Well, yeah. I mean, if you can if you can justify the one, you could certainly justify the other. I find both repugnant. But yeah, oh, we have to. If, if people in, say, Bettendorf, Iowa, are going to church in high numbers, we really need to know that they're disobedient of our orders. I'm so excited about my final thought. We have to get to this. Admit me, chorus to this history. Who, prologue-like, your humble patients pray. Gently to hear, kindly to judge. Yeah. The final thoughts of Armstrong and Getty. Hmm. <laughs> Here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. The guy's a little wordy. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew, beginning with our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael, what's your final thought? Uh, yeah. This weekend, I got to go and stick my foot in California and my other foot in Nevada because soon the Republicans are going to make that illegal. You know, it's interstate travel. I won't be able to have that kind of fun anymore. Enjoy it while you can. Yeah. That's right. They're tearing up the Constitution, Michael. Young Alex still on his honeymoon when he should be at work. My God, pick your priorities, man. Jack, you have a final thought for us, I've heard. Yeah, this is apropos of nothing. The more you know. So you've probably used one of those flat-rate boxes they have at the post office. They're very handy. It's the same amount of money no matter what. The small flat rate box, it's physically impossible to exceed the 70-pound weight limit. It says on there you're not allowed to ship more than 70 pounds. If you filled the box with pure osmium, which is the densest (laughs) substance known to man, it would still only weigh 61 pounds. (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say, yeah, I got a bag full of lead and uranium disagrees no. with you, but please. No, nothing apparently is heavier than osseum. And if you packed it full, it'd still be 61 pounds. And here I am, fresh out of osseum. <laughs> uh, my final thought is we, we mentioned that we wouldn't mind having a couple new uh, final thoughts introductions. If you have one that you've crafted or could craft in your home studio, Email it to armstrongandgetty.com. I will send along to the fellows. They'll uh, nip and tuck it and get it ready for air if it's any damn good. If it's not, you'll never hear it. Do better. Yeah, do better. 
man. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Why? Because we have all sorts of great stuff for you. The Armstrong and Getty On Demand podcast is there. If you missed a chunk of the show, you can get some cool swag. A t-shirt, a sports bra, a hat, whatever you like, a hoodie. Um, uh, the hot links. So entertaining. The stuff we talked about, the articles, the the videos. They're all there. Armstrongandgetty.com. What's a sports bra hat? Or was there a comma in there? See you tomorrow. There's a comma there. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. I said, Oh, okay. No! That's not right. You fool! I expected more. I don't give two craps. Control your soul's desire for freedom. But if we don't, something was slightly rotten. So let's go out with a bang. The CEO of the company that makes the Switchblade drone is it's Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy. (laughs) Did you know that? (laughs) Thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.